So during that process, how do you get signed? What did you do? How did you know to go to a company? Did you run in a ruffle? How did you know? Because you because it's common sense. Yeah. Look on the back of the tape, and then the address is there. Yeah. And you go to the address, and you stand in front of the address. Yep, and they was coming out. So he was like, what's up? They was like, these little niggas is crazy. I want to start off with something real quick. Oh, shit. This is do you want me to bring us in, or do you want to say it first? Let me bring us in, and then you can say it first thing. No, I want to bring it in with this. Okay. All right. I'm not going to lie. When I was on the plane today, I was watching a, a Muhammad Ali a documentary. We all saw it. Like, you know, you know what's going on. And then uh, Sphinx was just doing our boy dirty, right? But immediately, when I saw that, I remember how Tyson did Sphinx dirty. And it just, it's, it's just so ill how now I'm here now. Like, word, like, you know, when you fought Sphinx, was you thinking about Muhammad Ali? No, it was Holmes. It was Holmes. Oh, it was Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. In 1980. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I fight when I was 14. I started closer. But you did fight Sphinx. I fought Sphinx in Holmes, yeah. Sphinx beat Holmes, and then I beat Sphinx. And Sphinx cried. I, I think they did. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My intentions for them to cry. <laughs> Make them cry. <laughs> Make them cry. I don't know if they did it or not. That's what That's That's exactly what it was. But I, that, I was super-duper happy. That's awesome, man. Well, with that, everybody, this is motherfucking hot boxing, and I'm Evan Britton. And I'm Mike Tyson. And we got, man, we got one of the OGs in the house today, Evan, dude. Listen, man, listen to what I want to tell you. Um, Me and my wife was in the movies. We were watching the Tupac movie, and um, your man was right there, and we were talking. You know what I mean? Brother passed. He was talking. We were talking to Autumn. And um, when they had the news that he passed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we were blown away. We just saw him in the movie theater watching the Tupac movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did he yep. tell you he saw the movie? Yep. It, when he when he landed, he told me that he was watching the Tupac movie, and yeah. then we went to a uh, Walgreens. I mean, not Walgreens. Um. Uh. 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 uh, uh what's the uh the the organic place that Whole Foods? Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Yeah. Yeah, we're sorry for that one too. Thank you. Yeah, that's prodigy. Yeah. 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 Um, So why don't you take us back, man? You're from Queens. Yep, Queens, born and raised. Born and raised. You Queens Bridge. Queens Bridge. The bridge. You guys live in the same neighborhood. Yep, yep. I knew Nas. I knew Nas' moms. I I, I knew all of them. Where like uh, when uh, Nas was uh, coming up, like I was around him, and like he was like the illest MC that I ever ever heard. You know what I mean? And uh, I I was ha- you know happy that when he blew up, <clears throat> it's like yo, this dude was from around my way. You know what I'm saying? So I'm old. I remember. Um MC Shan. 
back in the day from around your way from back in the day, right? That's that's what really like inspired me. Yeah, MC, MC, MC Shan, like you know, and Molly Maul, MC Shan, crazy. Yeah, Molly Maul is big too. Yeah, he the man, yo. Molly Maul, he started it all. How old are you now? I'm 45. Wow, you've been doing this a long time. Yeah, uh, you started young. They were young kids, real young. Yeah, we was like 13 when we started yeah. this. Word. So take us back to that, man. How did you? What was the first? How do you first... get out the street? How do you get yeah. away? How did you escape, so to speak? You know how we how we get out of here? How did you get out? Of... It's almost impossible, Evan. Evan, if you see the structure, it's almost like taking an ant, right, mm. and letting them go in here, mm. and he has to get in here. and somewhere during. But the end of the day, which it will never be, he has to get out of this building without getting stomped on. Mm. <laughs> wow. You know, and yeah. that's what it's like. Like so, I and remember. And I get eaten by the other ants and all that shit just to get Hell out of here. Hell, fucking yeah! And then put an ant man in this room to get out of here. You gotta watch everything if he wants to get out of that door. How he getting out that door? No way. The, the uh, listen. The possibility is almost zero. Is half percent shit like that. Imagine how many people that didn't graduate from Queens Bridge. You know, Word up. So they don't have a job. Don't get an education. Don't get a college degree. Go into a bad school. We're born there in Queens, they're born in Brownsville projects, and they're gonna die there. Hmm. That's what that's like. Well, in Brownsville, that's what it's like. Mostly everybody born there is gonna die there. Yeah, that's 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 mad true. And let me tell you something. My whole family's from Brooklyn. Yeah, from Best Style. Grandfather. My bad. My whole family is from Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? My grandfather, everybody from Be- Crown Heights. Yeah, I'm that neighborhood. Most of the Crown Heights, they have a lot. Of, most of those are like the West Indians and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's where I, that's where I heard all my first Jamaican music. Yeah, they're the Caribbean people. Crown Heights. Yeah, Crown Heights. Word up. So fly dresses and stuff. Yep, yep. That's so yep, yep. yep. Crown Heights right there, Kingston. Yeah, no doubt. Crown Street and all that stuff. Yeah. St. John's. The players. Run the road. <laughs> you know Run the Road is the bar. Run the Road is the bar. Word. So I grew up around all that. My my uncle was a gangster out there. His name was Ferg. Yeah. Yeah, he was a gangster out there. He used to show me all his nine bullet holes right here. He'd be oh, like, yo. No. Word up. He says, I got, look, look, yeah, Brooklyn, that's how we do it. Well, I live from Brooklyn. He was born in Brooklyn, but you know, that's how it goes in Brooklyn. Yeah. And nobody took somebody shoot you or kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Shot him nine times. Wow. Word up. So what was it for you? What led you into music? How did you meet? You met Prodigy when you were 13? You guys knew each other since you were kids? Yeah, since I was like, uh, you know, 13. But what really got me into the music was that when I was like four years old, my father just was playing music while we was going to sleep at 10 o'clock. We had to go to school the next day. My father used to just play all this music loud. It was disco music, you know, back then. So then in the 80s, I realized when I started, you know, getting a little bit older, I realized that this music that Run DMC, Curtis Blow, all of them was coming out. I was like, yo, I could do that. And the Jungle Brothers. And I was like, yo, these dudes is ill. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, I could do that. So I had an artistic 
thing in me. So that's what made me want to do it. And I just started rapping ever since then. But I wanted to make beats, too. So during that process, how do you get signed? What did you do? How did you know to go to a company? Did you run in a Russell? How do you know? Because you know it's common sense. Yeah. It's common sense. All you got to do is be like, okay, how do you get signed? How do you find a record label? Look on the back of the tape, and then the address is there. Yeah. And you go to the address, and you stand in front of the address. Wait somebody comes out. Yep, and they was coming out. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, they came out. So we was like, what's up? They was like, these little niggas is crazy. We was just standing in front of there like that. And then one crazy thing happened before. I shot somebody in front of Def Jam. All right. By accident. <laughs> that wasn't cool. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that wasn't cool, right? <laughs> it sh- definitely wasn't cool. <laughs> Run DLC, knocked him over. He was like, he was like, yo, these little niggas is crazy. Were asked, verified. Asked Run from, not Run, asked DMC from DMC to have it. Push you over like this after he just shot some money by accident. You got die? No, thank God. Thank God he didn't die. It, it like I wouldn't even be sitting here. You never know. No people that kill people. They thought that he didn't deserve to be in jail. Anything's possible. Nah, they they went like this and they brought me back to the scene and they was like, they was like he's still alive, but what's up? They wanted to. Talk to me. About the record, the music and stuff? They want, first they want to talk about the crime. Then they talk about the music later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one day I got pulled over. I'm drunk. I'm high. I got pulled over. And so they t- they pulled me over. So they said, pull up to the curb. I pull up. I go on the curb. Boom, boom. <laughs> oh, shit. The cop comes in. He looks at me. He said, oh, shit. Mike Tyson from the fucking hell. And this and that. And so I said, sir. Can you help me get to this address, sir? And then took me to the fucking address where the drug spot was, and I forgot to thank you, sir, and I'm free. <laughs> oh, shit. I said, I'm high the motherfucker. Oh, shit. Hey, he just let you walk the this like that. He, he escorted you. He escorted me to. Oh, God, I'm so scared of me talking. Ah. That's insane. Mm, mm, mm. How did you? How did it come about that you accidentally shot this dude? Accidentally, yeah. Because I was taken away from my mother when I was about like 13 years old. Me and my brother and uh, my sister, we got taken away from my mom's. And uh, they, you know, brought us to my grandmother. And then after that, we ran away. And we ran away. To Crown Heights. So we ran away to Crown Heights. I'm like, yo, it's too real out here. So P hooked me up with a gun, and I had the gun, and I was like, I gotta protect my little brother. What had happened? Did something happen to him? I just want to protect my little brother. I just want to protect my. Just off the top, I just said, look out for him. Yes, I just want to protect my little brother. That's it, because we in Brooklyn. We from Queens. We in Brooklyn. I said, I want to protect him. You know what I mean? So, P hooked me up with the gun. I had it. And then we was 
trying to become rappers. So now we at Rushman and at Def Jam, and we up there, and I got this gun on me, then I'm trying to protect my little brother. So I thought that it wasn't no bullets in it. Oh, really? Come on. For real, man? Word, because I, I was like, yo, fuck it. I thought I took it out. I'm like 15 years old. You got to think about it. So I thought that I took the shit out. Because I was like, if I gave it to him, I know I took the bullet out. It was only a two-shot Geringer. Okay. You feel me? I'm listening. So now, I'm thinking I took the shit out. I asked him to hold it. You can move this thing too, man. Just My bad. So, so I asked him to hold it. Because we about to have a meet, meeting with Russell Simmons. So then, boom, we go there, come back. I was like, yo, watch this. I knew it was empty. And hit somebody? Yeah. Did you get hit at? Stomach. Oh, no. Oh. A lot of blood come out? Everything went in slow motion. Oh, For me, no. he was like this. He's like, ah. I was you like, went down, slow motion. I ran the bottom of the stairs, run DMC from DMC, ask him, knock his ass the fuck over, get outside. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm just nervous breakdown. How do you feel about that? That haunt you still? You know what? It, 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 it don't haunt me because I didn't do it in, in in a bad manner. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I didn't do it in a bad manner. Yeah, it you intentionally it, mean to shoot him, you mean, right? Nah. Nah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's funny. It's not true. That's what you're saying. I didn't intentionally mean to shoot Yeah. Nah. So I just was like... It's thankful. I was thankful. I didn't get locked up or nothing. I, and I was able. And I was able. I was able. Shooting somebody is go home. What's that like, man? That means that God is on your back. Whoa, that man! That's a miracle. It was. You were handcuffed. I'm a walker. I'm a walking miracle. You are, brother. You were handcuffed too. They handcuffed you for it, and they let you go. Oh, they didn't take you to the station at least. Yes. Oh, at least the station got I got locked up. Trust me yeah. when I tell you. You're very blessed. How did so it? After that, what yeah. happened? After that, yeah. How did you get the deal? Because after that, Russell was still willing to give you a deal? Of course not. Russell didn't want to give us a deal. Uh, but it was a good thing that he didn't give us a deal. Because then Steve Rifkin gave us the deal. You know what I mean? And we did the deal. And then shit was just crazy. How did you feel being in the project when you came on? Everybody knew who you are. You came to the club. Everybody was feeling your guys. I was, I was, I was, I was feeling really good. I was feeling really good. Still, Latin quarters. See, Latin quarters were a little bit before me. Yeah, it, was, it was a little bit before me. But I heard that the Latin quarters was crazy. So I heard it was crazy. You're gonna the tunnel, of course. Right? Of course. Yeah, that that tell me yeah. about the Latin quarters. Latin quarters you know, at the beginning I went there I started going there what, eighty five, eighty six. 
Right, that's when I first really started boxing. I started making a name. I had five, six pro fights. Just a few people know me if you're in the boxing. And I used to go out all the time. You know, back then I used to be locked up a lot. You know, before after after I, after I stopped getting locked up a lot, I started boxing. Then I stopped doing that shit. But I would go out and I would still see my friends that I would rob with. I was still seeing them out. And they would still be at the club waiting for people to come out and rob them. They were still doing that bullshit. I just wasn't doing it, but I was still hanging out with them. You know, still hanging out with them until we were up there. And I just wasn't doing that shit. I just laid the sun. I just watched them do that shit. Stick up, beat motherfuckers, take their clothes to juries and all that bullshit. But I was never really into that. I was doing a career. And people saw that my name was getting popular, but they said, well, I saw them hanging, hanging, hanging out with them motherfuckers. So they really thought, what the fuck he doing hanging out with them? I grew up with these guys. These guys I grew up with, I'm five years old. I knew their mother. <laughs> they know my mother. And we just grew up together. And, um... They they went to we went in both two different directions. They became the stick up guy, the, sh- the killers and all that stuff, and I became this guy that started boxing. I'm so happy I'm not in prison with them. I still go visit them in prison. They got four and five life sentences, right. ninety years, all that shit. I still go visit them. You know, Damn. I forgot them. They've been my longest friends. I had the friends the longest I ever had in my whole life. They're my oldest friends. Who are they? Huh? What are their names? Oh, I don't want to talk about them. You don't want to talk about them? They don't want to do that. But Scooter, all the mad love. Yeah, Scooter, mad love for Scooter. I wonder if he hears this. Tut, too. I wonder if they ever hear this shit. Oh, they hear that. Trust me, they hear it. Trust me, they hear it. They people tell them. Oh, fuck. (laughs) You are. I love you, too. Oh, yeah, these are my guys. That's awesome. They get them out of here. It's awesome you go and see these guys, Mike. Huh? It's awesome you still oh, go and see them. I don't know if I didn't. It's weird if I didn't see them or mm. talk to them on the phone. It's just really weird. Yeah. And it's really, really weird to think that they might die in there. Mm. Wow. Damn, weird. but you keep it all the way 100, though. Huh? Like, you keep it all the way 100, man. You still go see your peoples that you knew from back then? I don't know why shouldn't I. No doubt, but I'm just saying <laughs> that. I don't know why shouldn't I. Word. I don't think that's that what you're saying is like most people who had reached the levels of success that Mike has wouldn't do something like that. Now, nah, listen, let me tell you something. There's a whole bunch of, um, there's a whole bunch of celebrities are very famous, very powerful people that people that they love that's in prison. You'd be surprised. You say, what? Yeah, they're in prison or something. Their fathers are hitmen or, them, or their mothers um, killed their father or shit like that. You know what I mean? Us and some dope shit, fucking with dope. But still, you go visit. Huh? That's ill. Yeah, it's powerful, man. It's never forgetting where you come from, you know, the people that you grew up with. It's weird when you think about Listen, think about this. Like, you ever think, well, you're here now and people know you're here. We, a lot of people know your name and your fame. And you think about... um. The people that um, we came from, we, we grew up with, and even to this day, I'm 53 years old. I get, I get right now. Yo, you know, Bish, you know, Bishmi died, right? He got shot today. To this day, these guys we grew up with since I was nine years old, pickpocket, robbing houses, snatching chains, just ripping people's pockets out of and, and 42nd Street. It's all this stuff we did. It's, uh, it's our pathway to becoming men or whatever it was in the city, and yes. They no longer exist. They stop existing. They old deed. 
And I was, and I'm, and I'm just like them. I still have, I have the disease, just like them. And it's crazy. I, I even hate the way because I know how they think. I think like them, you know. But they don't. They hardly exist anymore. So I have to go there because I'm almost lost. Without the people, all my friends are gone and strung out on dope and stuff. You know what I mean? It's 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 more of a it's more therapy for me than it is for them for me to see them. You know what I mean? It's better for me to see them than I'm getting more out of it than they are. Do you understand? Kind of, mm-hmm. Yeah. My life looks like it's almost over. When I think about it, anybody I met, anybody I knew for 30 years, they're new friends. You dig that? I, mean, I know exactly what you're saying. I've for 30 years, but you're a new friend. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. That's ill. People who you're really made out of, you know, those guys are what I'm really made out of. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, that's what I'm really made out of. I used to do the shit that they do, but I'm no better than them. I should be in there with them. Mm-hmm. I took a different route. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense, Mike. Yeah. So, Havoc, you got your first deal at 13. What yeah. is that like? You still in public school? So wait a minute. Oh, you, you showing off, nigga. You happy to be showing up at <laughs> public school? Minute. I got a record there. I'm showing off. Showing uh, off. Yeah, I'm showing I'm looking at Mike Tyson. That's 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 yeah. what I'm doing. Mike is is making me want to do what I gotta do. So you 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 get to go home. After accidentally shooting the guy. And, and, and I'm not saying that happily. Because, no, yeah. of course, of course. I mean, that's fuck. You know, that is a God moment. Sure. But listen, it's a bad thing with us now that we're conscious adults. But back then, at that moment, that's the flyest shit in the world. And the neighbor's man, hook you back, man? What happened? Why did you bump the... Who was that nigga? Why did you have to shoot anybody uh, known from the neighborhood? I'm not going to lie. It, it was not fly with, no. with that situation. Trust me. In Brownsville, I'm a guard. If I, listen, you shoot somebody at 13 in Brownsville, man. Wow. That's your right... You that's know, your man, reputation. That's your, your passage to manhood. Mm-hmm. When I was young, mm-hmm. that's your passage. Your name is Homicide now. Your name is Killer Mike now. You got a different name and everything. They gave you a name. Wow. So murder you Mike, murder this your name got that in it now, fella. Ever since you did that, that's your name. The police wow. know that now. They don't know who you killed, but they know that's your name now. Everybody knows that they give you that name. Killer Mike. Yeah. That's Brownsville. I'm very proud to be from there too. Everybody thinks we're losers. Everybody in the whole New York area mm-hmm. thinks we're losers. Nah, we we never thought that. We never thought that. It was like Brownsville never will. You never ran, never will. Never ran, never will. Mm. Trust me. Yeah. That's known about Brownsville. Never ran, never will. That's the vibe that I get from it. Very tough. Very hard. Um, so how long after that was it before you got your first deal? I probably would say like uh, two years later. Oh, really? Yeah, tell them that Agamemnon, they fucking um, stole. It's a quiet storm and all that shit. We sold a lot of records. Well, and you guys, I mean, Mob Deep and the Mike Tyson era, you guys were really around the same time. Pretty much. When you, yeah. When you and your first album? Uh, it was at uh, 90... 
Three. I was, I was in prison, so they were on my second route out. My second okay. round out. Yeah, but I knew who they were two. in prison, but I heard the music in prison. What'd you think, Mike? I thought they were fly guys, just young fly kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, MC Shan, he was the first really rapper that ever came to fight. He was yes. The first guy who came to fight. Oh, word. Word. No rappers came to fight before him. Word. Came to fight. What, you see that? History right there. Yep, yep, yep. Nobody yep. came to fight but him. Yep. Nobody. What? Yeah. Oh, no. I, I didn't him, know that. After him, they started Everybody, showing up. He Everybody. opened the door. Yeah, big time. Big time. He's the first. Wow. Mike, no. <laughs> no, for real. Like, he, no. I know. It's crazy. No, because you know, back then, rappers were like kids to us. Uh, you know what I mean? I used to know time because that was my culture, but to like the water war, they were like kids that had some weird, bizarre idea. You know what I mean? Mm. Just think about 85 rapping was like, what the fuck these niggas are talking about? <laughs> you, know, like, you, know, you know, they revolting? <laughs> what are they doing? Maybe. What does this motherfucker mean, fight the power? <laughs> what does he mean, white line? Don't do it. <laughs> uh, uh, what does he mean, the hip, the hop, the hip, the hip? What the fuck is he talking about? Is he high, motherfucker? They don't know what the fuck these white these niggas talking about, man. But we, it's, it's in our soul. As soon as we hear it, it's in our soul. We never heard of rap music before, but once we heard it, you just start dancing. This is us. This is who we are. This is our generation, not even knowing it. Word. You know when you hear it. When they, have, when they used to just put the music outside and they jam outside in the park, mm, yep. it was like, um, man, it was weird. It's like a, a stomping ground. Everybody from all over comes. Yeah. And then that's just when it goes down. If there's going to be fights or people are going to make new alliances or whatever's going to be, everything's going to happen there. Mm. Is it the same way in, in Queens? Yeah, Queens is just is wild. Yeah. You're going to meet your friends, you're going to meet your enemies, you're going to meet your wife, you're going to meet your girlfriend, you're going to meet everybody in the world in that situation that you're going to see people you've never seen before when they part. start playing that music. Yeah. Everybody comes out. Yeah. All the plays, all the money makers, they ready to snatch jeans, snatch pockets. This is what they love. And we all in one place. Remember the movie uh, Crush Groove? Oh, still movies with the flyers. Remember that? B Street. Those, uh, there was another one, too. Electric Boogie. Yep, 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 yep. When they was, like, popping and breaking and all yeah, that. When they had the, um, what was those guys named, too? The B-Boys from the Bronx. Them crazy legs and all those guys. Yeah. Off the hook. Yeah. Those guys are off the hook. Yeah. They're battling. That's where it, that's where it all started. Listen, you know, and I and I coach when we're battling one another, right? It's almost like it's a fist fight with the energy. It's just it's it's crazy. It's yeah. Cra- it's crazy. And when a guy does a good move and scores, almost like he scores with his punches. People are like, oh shit! Oh, this motherfucker <laughs> didn't do that. <laughs> Am I lying though? Yes. Am I lying, man? You tell the truth, yo. They go crazy. Freestyle when they freestyle on one another. Battling, oh, battling, battling. Uh, they might, they might start fighting over two people. Not even dancing, they start a fight over who they're battling, who they're picking. Yeah. It's crazy dancing just does something to. Yeah. It's amazing how that energy gets transferred. Yeah. It's, you know. It's really crazy. We think we know who we are, then we get overwhelmed by just music or just the yeah. energy of music. Yeah. 
Yeah, music is so powerful in that way. Since the beginning of time, since we had knocked the rocks together. Yeah. And moved people. Just banging on a drum. I mean, it's so, you know, it's it touches your soul. Yeah, man, try a dwink. That's watermelon. Oh, CBD. Oh, uh, there. Yeah, this is CBD. You hit the CBD? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be... Nah, I, 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 I did. CBD is like the new thing in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I you're did, feeling a little high, CBD will mellow it out. That's right. why I don't drink it. <laughs> I like to uh, stay high. Yeah. I like to stay high. I like and it, it and it's a drink, and you could just drink the whole thing, yeah, and you yep. CBD'd out. Yeah, give it a shot, man. Before I smoked up, <laughs> there's or there's pineapple, orange, mixed berry. You got brothers and, and sisters, man. Yes, I do. Yeah, big ones, young ones. Um, uh, yeah, uh, all young. I'm the oldest. Yeah. Oh, so damn! Some of them wasn't even born when you was rapping, then, huh? Yeah, they they wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they ain't know. Uh, you know what uh, I mean? Word. But y'all got the I whole. I see you in the car. You and you and um, your man was in the car. You're talking. You're talking in the car. And then you start freestyling. Then you got a little Kim in there with y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the beginning of the video, I'm like, 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 i all day. Ah, uh, no, New York. I go to New York. I don't know nobody. You know, I, go, I don't even know where to go. Where do you I mean, go? Where do people fifty go in New York? Uh, to Netflix. Yeah. I know. I kept, I been <laughs> there, right? Right. Oh, here we go. Right here. Shook one. Go to YouTube real quick. Quiet storm. Quiet storm. Yeah, that's the one. Little Kim. You got to go to the fourth one. Okay. The remake. The red one. The red one. Yeah, that's the one in the club. What the fuck? Whoa. Not that one, not that one. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, niggas <laughs> Uh, look at Kim. Yeah. Mm. Blowing niggas with rusty ass German things. Giving the double as I motherfucking claim the fame. Throwing your wet suit when it rains. Oh, uh, look at the girl back in the day. Did you have any of them with your girl back in the day? I plead the fifth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in the day, you just want to be around the studio. Dope video, and we was running off a real, real little sleep. That's when they used to make the girls wear the clothes. They don't, they, they don't wear nothing now. How's little Kim doing these days? Awesome, awesome. Yep, yep. Yep, the boat cruise, the boat cruise. Awesome. Yeah. 
Damn ho, here we go again. Hot as a rock, hot as a cop. Well, Kim did not fuck around. Nope. Are they lucky she's not back in the prime, all these girls out here? But she's still killing them. Oh, but she's that, she's ripping her apart. She's so vicious in her day. I mean, she really, I feel like she really changed the game for women in rap. All day. The best, yeah. yeah. All day. Yeah. That's why she killed that record. Me and my wife always let you rewind it. <laughs> she killed that. Uh, look at this. <laughs> Back in the day. Yo, that's my shit. I need that shit. The boost my spinner. Rock that shit. That real life shit. Makes bitches wanna dug it. Makes the projects love it. We come through like fuck it. Yo, want problems? Pursue it. How old are you guys when this came out? 20s? Mm, 25. Wow. 26. 26. Wow, you're just killing us. We was on tour. We was on tour. Did you guys tour a lot? Did you go to your baby when I was on tour with me? That was it. That's gotta be super fun, dude. What? Fun. Traveling, touring. Mm, yeah, it was not happening. Meeting friends from other countries that you're gonna know for the rest of your life. That's a trip, right? Word. Yes, yes. Like, I, I still got people who's in Switzerland right now to, as we speak. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, traveling like that on the road, <sighs> crazy. And then you say to yourself, really, when this particular stuff to go there again, now how am I supposed to do this? I've been this guy's friend for 30 years. Y'all don't know this guy till I die. How did that happen? I'm a poor kid from Brownsville, Brooklyn, and I meet this high-income guy that's from France or somewhere, Italy somewhere. Mm. You know what I mean? To be friends for the rest of our life. Mm. You have friends like that? Yeah, all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Kazakhstan, Chetnian. You know, it's all over the place. Russian. It's all over the freaking place. Without naming a name, who's the most interesting dude you've met in your life? The most interesting dude? Like, maybe, maybe not most interesting dude, but most interesting figure. Like a prince or a fucking billionaire or... I don't know. I don't know how to say interesting. Guys that spend a lot of money. I met someone yeah. that um, I met some Russian guys that were just off the hook. Yeah, just it's off the hook, man. You just um you know, when you're talking about abundance and all that kind of stuff, I'm talking uh-huh. about just off the hook. And um you could be in a you be in a, a beautiful room like this inside of that. And you just have a phone, and um, there's another room on the other side, and that room is full of beautiful women. And you just um, you call your phone, pick the phone, you tell them to come in, you hang out with them, whatever. You tell them, hey, they tell them they show you pictures of their friends that they have in there, and you pick that one, so you want that one, and they go to the other one. This shit is fucking crazy. It's crazy. Drinks. That Honey, is vodka, vodka, crazy. Vodka. Drugs. How, that too, whatever you want, man. Whatever. whatever you could possibly whatever imagine. You want, whatever, it's, 
It's, it's just, you want a party, you think you got money? You're a big-time fighter, you're a big-time rapper, you're a big-time actor, you got, what, $200 million? You think you got money, you're broke, you don't got shit, nigga. <clears throat> what do these guys do? What Who do knows? They do? Who knows? <laughs> what they do. They don't rush it. They do whatever they do. <laughs> they don't rush it. Yeah. I believe it. They do what they do. You know, this, this this is how God put your ego in check. You think you're the baddest flies, nigga. I'm the bad boxer. Fuck everybody. I got everything. Then you get in check. You go into a pigeon coop that's the size of this. You know, I'm a pigeon guy. I want to go see all these pigeon coops. I got a fly pigeon coop that's what? Um, a thousand, probably what? A, a, a thousand square feet or something like that. That's fly. That's a house, probably, right? So I think I'm fly. I got the exotic pigeon. So I say, did anybody in Russia got nice? So I go to a pigeon coop. That pigeon coop, they got, they got roads on. They got on, on property that as far as your eyes can see. And they got houses, mansions. And the houses are the pigeon coops. Like 7,000 square feet house, but there's rows of them. And those are pigeon coops. Those look like, in America, those are people's mansions. Those are pigeon coops, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. 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 So, you know, that's, that's, all, that's how I know um, whew, life is all about humbleness. It's all about humbleness, knowing there's something out there greater than you. Because everything I think I have something on, I see something dwarf in me. Fuck. You know, and when they have their pigeon coop, they have those guys with them all. They have their, 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 den, not their, their fucking um, veterinarians. They have their doctors. They live in the same house with the fucking parents. There's a house. The house is a house with the yeah. Yeah. I have a cab about you, brother. What what is your what was some of the most interesting things you experienced as a touring artist? What I experienced as as a touring artist, uh, man, uh, how careful you got to be. You know what I mean? Because it's not all just uh, funny games when you're going on the road. You definitely have to be careful. You got to be careful. What? In in what way? Uh, Like, I I don't think you can move like you have to pay attention. You know what I mean? With your health and stuff like that. Yeah, especially when you get older. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you get older, you got to, you know, watch what you eat. You know what I mean? Or try to eat better. Like, none of us don't eat McDonald's no more. You know what I'm saying? And not not the the, the, the issue of McDonald's, but I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? Back in the days, we was like, boom. Yeah. Busting McDonald's burger down. Like, we But you have to know, now it's different, like you're saying. They have the impossible burger at McDonald's, so a lot of people are eating at McDonald's now. Well, good luck to them. You understand (laughs) what I'm saying? Impossible burger is not meat. It's made out of plant. Well. Yeah, that might save fast food. Yeah, good, 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 yeah, this fast. Yeah, it's all about eating good. You gotta eat good. Yeah, you know, you understand what I'm saying. So, uh, what other aspects of of that life do you have to be mindful of and aware of? How you're these, obviously not these people robbing. Yeah, stealing. the people that are around number, you. Number <clears throat> number one, you definitely have to. Uh, Make sure that your business is on point. You understand what I'm saying? You can't fuck girls like you used to when you were young. <laughs> you know, you got to not fuck this bitch. I got to take care of this money. You know? You can't be having all these bitches around like you do when you were young. They fuck up money. I didn't know that. They were fun then. But when, they're old, when you're older, they ain't fun no more. 
Fucking all day is not fun no more. You want some fucking money. You know what I mean? We can't let them do that. Mm-hmm. We can't. We, we yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't let them come through and do that. They can't take this bread. We work too hard for it. Super too hard for it. You ain't got to worry about people setting you up. Nah. Yeah, you do. You do got to worry. You do. No, 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 no. You do. You do. You do. You do. Got to worry about that. Just setting you up in what way? Any kind of way. Anyway, got you on tape with your girlfriend, or this or that, whatever the situation may be. Know where your money's at. Yes, you always have to. Yes, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Self-preservation. Mm. Self-preservation when you're in the world, that is. You know, we have mothers, we have brothers, we have family members, we have people that look after us. But um, once you're conscious, and I say once you're conscious because we don't even know how to take care of ourselves um, originally until we get conscious on knowing what taking care of ourselves really is. You know, but until we become conscious of that, we, you know, we have to be very um, careful. You know, we all have something that we want to change about ourselves, and especially, you know, with today's current situations, everybody has a little more time, right, Mike, to sit around in your thoughts. Yeah, show more compassion and loving and kindness to one another. And one of the ways uh, to find that love and that compassion is through therapy, uh, through platforms like Talkspace. Uh, Talkspace is an online therapy platform. It's the most convenient and affordable way that you can make a lasting change in your life with the support of a licensed therapist. And the great thing, it's all online. And again, therapy is a good thing. Oh, therapy. There's nothing better than therapy. There's nothing better. So the great thing about Talkspace is that you can send your licensed therapist a text, audio, picture, or video message from your phone or your computer whenever you need to, even if it's on the way to work. Or right now, if you're just going from one room to another. You don't have to make an appointment or deal with extra commutes. Everything happens within Talkspace's secure platform is what we're doing right now, and it's all on your schedule. Now, Talkspace is going to match you with a licensed therapist based on your needs and preferences. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, and once you're matched, the great thing, you can begin your therapy the very same day, like right now, Right now, right now, okay? Now, a lot of people think therapy is just about analyzing dreams or digging into painful memories, um, but it can be really powerful, okay? And don't be afraid to ask for help. Never be afraid to ask for help. If you can't ask for help, you can never give help. That makes you a stronger person. The bottom line is that life can be hard, and Talkspace wants to help us get more of the support that we need at a price that we can afford. So as a listener of the Hot Boxing Podcast, you can get $100 off your first month on Talkspace. To match with your perfect therapist, you want to go to Talkspace.com right now or download the Talkspace app. Make sure to use the code HOTBOXING and get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. Uh, the code HOTBOXING, H-O-T-B-O-X-I-N and Talkspace. Dot com. Go to Talkspace.com and use the promo code HOTBOXING. Super careful because you see what's happening already, right? They snatching dudes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do it. They say he did this, he did that, he did that. It's like some kind of movement is going on, and then some people get swept up. And there's no doubt about that. You understand what I'm saying? Somebody that didn't do nothing. You be like, yo... Hold on. But believe it or not, even though this is a nasty world, that's collateral damage. It's 
That's what it is. But at his expense, though. Yeah. People's going to suffer in this world. We all been there. We have been suffered to the, the extent that some other people suffer, but we all suffered. We're not going to leave this planet until we do. We don't leave until we do. <laughs> you got to suffer to leave this place. You think so? Huh? You think so? Yeah. Then you get conscious and realize that you were just a figment. It was just a figment of your imagination. The suffering. Yeah. We do it to ourselves. We feel we have to suffer. Some of us feel that we're guilty about things that's really that we're not guilty about. Mm. You know, yeah. we're the only species of people that do that. No other species of animal will take poison that they know is going to kill them. Take it. We're the only species that do that. In the hopes of making us making us better, why would you take the poison to kill yourself? Because, well, it's it's like not, because 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 it's not given as poison, right? Yeah, it's really available to us as not poison. Cocaine's not given as poison. not given to you. It's like here, just take. A, they say this is. Yeah. Have, have a little right, bit of this. Right. Feel a lot better. Exactly. You're gonna feel better. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. It'll feel good. Yeah. yeah. Here you go. But take so much in return. Yeah. You know, in return, it's gonna take so much. Yeah. Well, the other poison that we take is resentment. It's holding on to resentment and anger is like drinking good. poison and hoping good. someone else dies. Yeah, but it feels good. Fighting anger, resentment in your mind, saying that's a dirty motherfucker. Oh, so resentment is bad. Yeah, resentment is really bad. Resentment is bad. <laughs> bad. No, no, no. I, I believe that. Kills people. Nobody still don't got me mad to this day. Yeah, man, that's beautiful. That's awesome, man. I used to be always nah, mad to this day now either. Now just let all that stuff Let's go. Let it go important i mean to live yeah you know what i mean like that's not cool being still mad at something i'm not mad about it because i always say to somebody close to me 10 years 20 years from now whatever we're mad about now we're not going to care about 20 years later from now yeah we're not going to care and those are the people that we really don't speak to. They don't speak to nobody. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's not they don't speak to anybody. Like, exactly. Like, you're like, you still bad about what? Yeah. You're like, all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Misery loves company. True. But, you know, when you when you uh, conscious, like you said, believe me, you're not going to hang around misery. Because yeah. misery you know, won't even have this conversation. <laughs> exactly. You understand what I'm saying? So it don't exist. Like, misery would never have this convo and say, hey, guys, what's up? I want to tell you about us. They're not going to do that. We're not going to never hear It's not having that. But what we're going to hear about is the positive stuff. Because yeah. It's going to fall on all of our ears. Yeah. So you say you hear this in your girlfriend. You think about getting married? Um, I want to know what I want to marry. You know, if I want to marry, I want to no, marry. no, not in a disrespectful way, but I'm just saying, like, I think marriage is just a piece of paper or something. Yeah, I respect that too. That's all it is. It's just respect between one another. That's all. I'm sorry. It's just respect between one another. You can, if you want to sit back, bro, you can just go like that. Yeah. My bad. It's all good. 
Sometimes you gotta get in that ring because women feel they're always being taken as fools, and that's their that's their um, sense of security. Right, no Marriage doubt. Is sense of security the most women. True. You have to look at that's that security. True. Married. I'm not without smart, and that's interesting too. That should sometimes being without a ring on your finger or being married, being spiritually married, that shows a lot of character as well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that shows a lot of character. I mean, I believe that, you know, so. I'm just I, wondering who was the first king or emperor that got pussy whooped and said, <laughs> no, you're only going to have one wife. That's the rule now. Do you think that was a king one or an wife. emperor who set that forth? What if it was just some oh, dude? A prophet. Yeah, maybe. Somebody with power. A shaman, maybe. Yeah, somebody somebody with power or authority. Mm-hmm. They don't even like to make that rule. You can't make it a... But maybe you can make it an occult, too. Well, I think from one perspective, it can look like something that's been mandated and that, you know, the alternative well, how is do you, shunned. I, how do you get the idea to build a willing person? Life the, you start off in life knowing nothing, and it tells you, you can, your feeling tells you you can have more than one person. Your, your energy tells you you can have more than one person. Your spirit that we that we listen to and we travel to most of our life tells us we can have one person. Then all of a sudden somebody said, "No, that's wrong." And all of a sudden, now we got to fight this this energy we had since the beginning. That's but is it impossible. someone? Is it someone or is it your feelings? It's feelings. Yeah. It's feelings. Yeah. And then feelings tell you this. Some people may say, "No, I'm just going to be with this person till the day yeah. I die." Yeah. You know, some animals are like that. We're form we're in an animal family. Yeah. We could get those feelings, but I'm just staying with this person. Yeah. Yeah, they say that they said some people have more of the gene than others about like like you know that uh commitment. Yeah, whatever the name is called. Monogamy. Like, yeah. Yeah, some people have, have more to, of it. I believe this hundred percent. Hmm. Because even though I'm not I wasn't no Monogamous type of guy was cheating and stuff. I just had to be with somebody. I had to be with somebody. I had to have a relationship. I didn't feel whole with a relationship. But I said, "What the fuck do I feel like that for?" And I treat people so fucking bad, but I need them. Mm-hmm. You know. I said, "What the fuck do I need a woman?" And then as time goes on, I realized I need a woman to really to make me recognize that I'm a man. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. That's what we need them for. I could be with anything. Every time I, I, I like, I, 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 you, you know what's so ill about that? That that's that's a ill statement because you know sometimes you know I chill just to uh, you know have company. You understand what I'm saying? So that's just you know what I mean. And then I have even have to be nothing more than that. Mm. Doesn't have to be a sexual thing, right? Yeah. Yes, instinctive that we need company. Yeah, that's why jail. Somebody did a, sur- a survey when jail was first created. When because you know, in ancient times, jail was never created. There was also <clears throat> they either killed you or they sold you into slavery. There was no such thing as jail. You know what I mean? And slaves didn't have jail because um, if you're in jail, you can't work the fields. So they just gave you a whip and a lash and threw you back in the fields. Mm-hmm. You're not going to stop process. So, you know, jail was an invention because they really took a study. What can make these people, what can make somebody suffer more than anything without killing them? And that's separating them from their family, from who they love and care about. That's what they, that's, that's the survey they did. 
When did that happen? This happened in what, the 1600s, some bullshit, 1400s, some shit back then. Yeah. I know they did the survey. What's, what, what is, what's, what's more vile than any human being? And I think it was separating them from the family. What made them feel the lowest or something to that degree? Well, have you seen the documentary? Is it the Twelfth Amendment? It's a documentary. I saw. I see the um, promotion of it. I never watched it. So that talked about when after slavery was abolished, and all these slaves were set free in the still, South. It was, there was still slavery in the 70, 1870, There was still slave for another hundred years. Mm. So as the they, the, the ones in the South that were ignorant to slavery, but then again, when slavery was over, they um, they imprisoned them, forced yes, them, imprisoned yes, them, and exactly, they, and, they, and they made them exactly just die in there. They, yes, that's what it's they about. They clean people's yards. They clean people's yeah. You know, I mean, universities, the prisons. They were slaves. Yeah, by another name. They were called prisoners, but they were still slaves. Yeah. And in slavery, at least you lived long enough. If you did live long enough, you could live to your freedom. They stayed in there and died. It's a year. It took a year for them to die because they worked them to death. They worked them totally to death. That's when you knew. That's when I knew from reading this, um, the synopsis of the show. That's when I knew it's called slavery by another name. And I knew that the person could be worked to death within a year. If you worked him every day like a slave, he'd die in a year. A year is the longest that he'll last, probably. Six, 14, 13 months. If you work him as a slave every day, no food, very little food, every day, every day, from night, from day to night, every day, it takes 13 months, he die. <laughs> That's just what I learned from the book. In slavery, they last 40 years, 60 years, some 90 years. And then the jail, one year. Working totally to death. Can you imagine going to a place and, and knowing a year you're not going to come out? Why did they just don't shoot them? Excuse me? Why did they, they just... the build shit. But this is the, the foul shit I'm talking about. Like, like you know, when you hear shit like that, yeah. like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. No, like, no. it's very this, crazy. This is what I realized. I learned from my mentor. He was born in 1908, so he, he seen a lot of bad stuff, right? So his father been through a lot of the um, massacres and stuff that happened. And so, um, yes, that's the nature of people. That's just our nature. You know what I mean? Some of us are just very kind. You know, that's just the gene they got. Like you're saying, some of us are real insecure and need to prove that we're better than other people, need to compete. You know what I mean? And some of us are those people, real nice people too, but it's just the nature. I need to compete. I need to prove that I'm better than somebody because I don't feel like shh. I don't feel good at all. I don't feel like I'm anything. I need to prove that I'm something. It's just I make, I, I make up people. We want to be something. Some people. And some people don't want to be anything. You know. I don't know why it's like that. Why do I want people to listen to me? I hate the fact that I have a, a podcast. I hate the fuck that I don't like my voice. Why the fuck am I talking to people? I say to myself, some of the issues that we talk about, I don't know. But my job is to not let the people that's listening to me know that I don't know, you know? Because mm. that's just, um, that's, our, that's what we've been looking for since the beginning of time. We've been looking for answers. And we don't have them, and it's close to our death, and it doesn't look like we're going to get any more. But you're doing something great, you know that. No, tell me about that. You, uh, I'm saying you're doing something great. So, 
Because you just letting him hear your voice. I think that's great, period. Really? I, I do. Okay. Me too. All right, cool. I'm just that they're hearing your voice alone. That's great. I'm going to go with that. Hi, guys. This is my voice. <laughs> That's it, brother. This is it. Yeah, it's just a trip. Me talking to people and people listening to me. I don't know what to say to them. Ask me a question. What study? We're talking about you. you know what I mean? How did it feel when you know what I mean, proud of you lost pride to you? <sighs> I, you know, lost my brother when... I found out that he died. It's like really. Just, but it happened so fast. We just saw him. I didn't know. Show and then we saw him pay Yeah, I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to take it. You know what I mean? I didn't know how to take it. I was crying, and you know, I just. I, I don't know. I thought it was a lie. Was he real sick the last time you saw him? He was feeling sick. Yeah. We just did the show in Vegas. It was super. It was like what 110 degrees. And uh, I, I was speaking to him. He was about to get on stage that we performed. And then when he got off, he's like, oh, I feel good. But before that, earlier in the day, he told me, he said, yo, I was, he was, I think he was in Florida or something like that. And then he said he didn't feel good, but then he started feeling better. So I was like, all right, good. But when I left, he wasn't in the hospital but then he went to the hospital and then when I got there two days later somebody called me and said something like yo uh, a rumor or something but that's how I found out but it was just crazy sorry about that yeah it would be tough it would be tough yeah. You know, I've been to a lot of funerals when I was a kid when I was young. He's been to a lot of funerals. And my mother and them took me to funerals too, so they must have knew a lot of wild guys and stuff. So I, you know, it's my life has been funerals. From just my upbringing, my neighborhood I've been in, that's just what happens. You know, you go to a lot of funerals. You go to the court building a lot. So um, I was, now that I have the consciousness that um, I believe that I possess now, I don't feel sad anymore when people die. I used to feel sad before because I would never go to see him again. Not even thinking that I'm going to die shortly, too. Not even conscious. So arrogant. Not even thinking, hey, you're not going to be here much longer either. What are you talking about? Why are you crying? And you're going to see him soon. So I don't look at it from a bad perspective anymore. You know, people die. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. No, it's not. Yeah. I think it has to be glorious and magnificent because life was glorious and magnificent so how could death be anything less? That's what I think. I think death is who you are, what you make in your mind, what you believe it is. Yeah. Well, it can be tragic when somebody goes seemingly too soon. Yeah. Because we on this side yeah. of things, yeah. we're gonna miss them. You know, we're not gonna see them again. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, but we do miss them, and there's a reason why we mourn. Yeah. Not to say that the next thing that's gonna happen is gonna be magnificent, but we it's gonna like miss. Ego that like ego mourn for what that person could do for us, what they did, how they make us happy, how mm-hmm. they made us hungry, how we fought them, how we loved them, how we did everything together, and that my ego missed that. 
So mm-hmm. like he goes puts that in my phone. Oh, he's getting right. even. Fuck, he's not gonna get you to hang out and hang, do your shit no more. Mm-hmm. When you go to party and fuck bitches no more, your ego says that. That's what the ego makes you feel. Like, oh fuck, I lost my love, my best friend, my this, my that. Mm-hmm. You know. You have to know that he, you know, he's going to be taking. You think God made us to be miserable? I don't know. Maybe he had, but you think God made us just to after we go, you're miserable life. Everything is miserable. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should be humiliated. You should feel miserable how you live your life. You think he doesn't do that shit? <laughs> you think you think, you think when you go to afterlife, there's something believable is right and wrong, time or space? I think it's emotions. Yeah, it's all emotion. We just live our life We had our turn Vibes Vibes You know It's vibes I think it's vibes Maybe Maybe not But you know Just having this life For the time we have it Is just incredible It's magnificent It's unfucking believable For nothing We didn't do nothing To get this life We got it for free Like all of we got in return you know, look, it's all my life, what we did in our life. Our mother and our father just wanted to have the one they fucked. And then we came here, look what we got. Look all that we got for nothing. We put in work, I can't say that, but we put in work, but look what we got. And the work that we put in is nothing either when you really put into the thing, the stem of everything. And look what we got. We got love. Can you imagine that? We got love. Love overcame everything. Our whole existence is becoming love, and this is what we got. Even all the negative, all the negative things ever happened to me in my life, this is still a beautiful life I had. <clears throat> Mother being strung up, just being the way she was, my father the way he was, my, you know, my family, just, the way the area, like, this is beautiful. Even though it was painful, it was beautiful. Really beautiful. It's going to be amazing what death has in store for me. I can't wait in a, in a weird kind of way. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we talk about this a lot. Havoc, if you can't tell. So, yeah. Um, want to talk about death? Death. Yeah, I don't like to talk about death because that. Why is that? uh, uh, Simple. I think that you could talk things to into existence. So I don't talk about that. I think so too. I believe you could talk things into existence too. But I don't think God created us to live in a fear-based world. True. Mm-hmm. I don't want us to be that way, and we are. Right. You know what I mean? Right, afraid right. of everything. We believe in God, but we're afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. We don't take the God the chances God asks us to take. We want to meet God, but we don't want to meet God. They say, you know, you have to go through that other process. We're not willing to deal with that. We don't want to talk about that. But still, we want to see God, and we want him to be nice to us when we get there. Yeah. Well, you know, on that note, there's this thing called the telos of an acorn. Go for it. The telos of an acorn is an oak tree. So in the cells of that tiny acorn is already an oak tree. And so, you know, we come into this world as babies And the telos of us as babies is every form of us along the way, even our death. It's already in our cells. You know, it's just up to the unfolding of time for us to get there, you know. So in many ways, we're already dead. I agree. You know, we've already been there. But we're here right now. 
you know. And so, you know, we've talked about Manly P. Hall and talking about life and death is a illusion. Life is eternal. Life is infinite. The infinite now. And that's where we have to be, you know. That's where we have to stay, at least if we want to have a life that's, at the end of the day, enjoyable and not wrought with no, good and bad. Or We're meant to live the fulfilled life. Yeah. For, you know, to seek a fulfilled life, at least. Absolutely. So that's basically what you was explaining when you was like, you had to go through the good to the bad. It was like... Oh, no doubt about it. it. Is, How can it, you repent if you don't sin? Right. You know what I mean? How can you, you know what I mean, ask for forgiveness if you don't sin? You know? It was a, it was um it was a it was a very interesting monk in like 1908 1902 it's around 1900s named Rasputin and he was really interesting in Russia in Russia yeah. yeah and um he was a priest and he he was very um lascivious he had a you know sex addiction and he would say to the farm girls in Russia Siberia wherever he's at he said um how can you repent if you haven't sinned you must sin until you know you have to sin in order to be forgiven. And that's how I used to pretty much get the girls. I said, how you use that right? But then it makes so much sense. You know what I mean? How can you be how can you be forgiven for God if you don't sin? Mm-hmm. How can God be in your life? How can you feel God if you don't sin? How can you feel God, fear him if you don't sin? Mm-hmm. Rasputin is the guy with the czars, yeah, he pretty, Anastasia. Yeah, he pretty much called, he, he messed up he, the war because he was explaining yeah. to the king and the czar and the czarina, Catholic, if I die, if I die, your whole family will die. Right. He was explaining that to Because one of the sons had, uh, was anemic. Yeah. He, if you, he would if bleed he, to he death. He bleed to death. Yeah. And he, Rasputin claimed that he could cure him. Of he that. has been curing him. He had been. He had curing. the gift to cure people. Right. He was. Yeah, he, he, he did. Was a shaman. Yes, he did. He was a yeah. shaman. Yes, he did. Yes. Yes, he did, brother. Yeah. Oh, listen, I, listen. Um, if I haven't experienced what I experienced in my life, I would. I always thought that was bullshit too. Until I experienced things that I experienced in my life, so I believe he was a healer. Yeah. 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 You know, Didn't they just go ahead. No, they just put out a, like a a thing, like a a, um, a a documentary about the whole thing. Yeah, I think I, so. And I watched it. I think so. And they tried to make him seem like he wasn't evil. that dude, right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking he about? He was an evil manipulator. He was a manipulator. Yeah. He was a manipulator, but he had the good stuff. He had, he had the power. He had right, the right, right. So of course they're gonna. Twist it, be oh, like, yo, he was decapitated. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, 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 and they dug him back oh, up. They dug him yeah. back up. Yeah. Oh, they <laughs> fucked him up. Put him fucking in a Shot river. him a couple times. Yeah. Stabbed him, poisoned him, but off. he wouldn't die. He wouldn't yeah. die. They did so much stuff. They drowned him, stabbed him more, shot him some more. He wouldn't die. Yes, it's insane. Yeah. A guy like that's they gotta did, have they, some energy running through him. Yeah. They didn't do them normally. No, I can tell you that. They did real dirty. That's the way I can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. family did them, man. Yeah. Who was that? Was it Nicholas or? Nicholas was the czar. Yeah. Nicholas II. That was with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. All of his families before him, for 300 years before him, were all pretty much dispatched. You know what mm. I mean? They were dictators and shit. Yeah. They and pretty much enslaved the whole country themselves. Yeah. Like indigenous servants. 
Well, and then they got overthrown. From the communists, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Russian I, people had it tough since the beginning. They never had a good time until now. Ice, ice cold yeah, in every way. They treated really bad. They've been starved most of their life, most of the whole generation. The royal family, the Romanov, been, um, they've been the royal family for 300 years. Can you imagine that? It's, it's just um, treating everybody like trash for 300 years. It's awful. For for power? For no, money? No, just... um. This is who I am. Fuck you. I'm better than you. I'm royalty. You're a fucking peasant. Mm. That old. Yeah, can you believe people think like that? Thought like that? Yeah. You're a fucking peasant. Don't touch me. Only way I want to touch you is we're going to fuck your whole family or something. Other than that, I don't want to touch you in, in public or something like that. Yeah. You know, you have no right to do whatever they want to you, your father. Nah, you can't. You definitely can't fuck with those royals. You know? Well, that's why it's so special, Mike, that you go and visit your old dudes, you know, and you stay in contact with them, you know, just for that. Because, that, you know, you could be, you're treated like royalty, man, in the modern age. No, nah, but these are, you know? these are human beings, too. And when they were out on the street, exactly. they, when they were out on the street, they were treated like royalty, too. In a different way, but it was royalty, too. You know what I mean? Well, they're human beings. Yeah. You know, and we're all human beings at the end of the day. Everyone is in need of some sort of contact. There's no doubt about it. You know, I've been in prison before. My, most of my juvenile life was about being incarcerated and stuff. I know that feeling. I used to know what so, it's like. So are you saying that we need to believe in somebody? No. I think we innately do. You know, I'm saying that. We need to have one another to share with, to have physical contact with, to communicate with, to have exchanges with, to exchange energy with. You know, we need that. It's about images. We have to see an image. We see an image of, whoa, I want to be like that. I know from fact. I go from him. I know you can just say I'm like that. I got his character. I can't be nothing being me. I gotta be like that. You know what I mean? You just isolate all your past of what you're about, and you become this person. Because this is the this is what I see. This is success. The way he walked, the way he talked, the way he, the way he wears his clothes, the way he talks to the women, the way he drives his car. I want to be like that. Yeah. And I know I gotta work hard to be like that. I don't gotta kill nobody to be like that. So that's what that's the route I took. Other people see other people hug, hanging out, got money, got bad bitches, killing people. Nobody does have a disrespect. Everybody talks nice to them. They say, I want people to treat me like that, so they go that route. Yep. Right? Hell yeah. Oh, they say, I want to see this, but I want to rap. I'm looking at this nigga. I'm yep. watching this nigga. Yep. I'm seeing that girls talking. I'm seeing that gangsters talk to him with respect. I want yep. to be like that. Gangsters want to hang out. Gangsters want to shoot people because people are talking about they don't like his music. Shit like that. So they say, I want to be like that. Somebody want to shoot somebody else because they say something disrespectful about me. I want to beat those guys to be in my crew. Hmm. That's just what it is. That's how it is in Brown. That's all. Yeah. That's that's how it happened all the time. <laughs> you know, that's that's the mean. only way it happens. Yeah, that's how it happened. Hmm. So you went from being a guy that used to be picked be picked on all the time to being a guy that got a crew that everybody in the neighborhood knows that you don't fuck with that crew. Hmm. And they see how these guys treat you and shit and treat you nice. Like, Whoa, nigga. Next thing you know, you and the true cops are watching you now too. <laughs> That's just how it is. You know? It's crazy.
Yeah. You're in that crew now. You're the celebrity. This is your crew. Either, either you're going to get them on the payroll or they're going to go out there, they're going to get in trouble, and they're going to be associated with you. They're going to shoot somebody, they're going to stick some guys up, and some dope deal, something's going to happen. The next thing you know, your man got caught out there, and they know he's associated with you. So, you know, get them jobs. Oh, some of them just love doing that work. It's like that. And also, Havoc, I think, it's my, my belief that we have to believe in something believe we have a purpose in this world uh, we definitely have a person I mean a, sorry a purpose um, we probably don't figure it out until we bounce mm-hmm. until yeah. we leave Yeah, we really figure out our purpose the only reason why we probably a little bit scared is because we don't really know What's the next thing after this? So it might make you a little bit scared. But if you know it's about energy, and you know how your energy is, then you know you're all right after this. This part, you just be like, your energy is good. You know what I mean? I could talk about this all day. Great. Yeah, I don't think it's talked about enough. Yeah. I don't think we embrace our non-existence enough, our mortality. We don't embrace that enough. Yo, you know. It, Why would you, you want to embrace your mortality? Because you are it. You are exist. you are it already. You are it already. You know what I'm saying? You don't know the next thing because you wasn't there yet. But trust me, you never did not know it. You always knew it. You always you know, knew it. You can, you're not going to know what you're you not going to know. You can even not know that you know it, huh? You're not going to know what you're not going to know ever in your life. You always know what you knew. Okay. Yeah, but it just has to get just, you know, you can make yeah. it get better or whatever it is. I'm just saying, it's another concept that nobody's not going to know. You never did not know what you did not know. You always know what you know. And it's your energy. And if it gets better, it always gets better. It's better and better and better. It's called evolution. I didn't think at 53 might be this good. I didn't think that. I never thought that before. This is really a miracle for me. What about you? Man, I'll just still relishing in the fact that I'm sitting with Mike Tyson I swear to God like, talk about it man what does this guy mean to you oh shit alright the first time I heard about Mike Tyson was Mike Tyson punch out alright so it was like a video game that I couldn't afford but only when I was at my friend's house we could play this game black uh Shorts. They played that game for real. I'm like that. People tell me they played that shit, man. Believe me, you have Hell no yeah, idea. <laughs> no idea. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Going, uh, you know. I never played that game. No. Only recently, but never I didn't did. play games back then. Right. I didn't play no games back then. Yeah, you were playing. I was in the fighting. I was in the fighting and getting cars and houses and stuff. Yeah, exactly. That was, so that was the first time you heard about Mike. Mike Tyson punch out. When did yeah. you ever see me in person? 
Man, to be honest with you, I would think I was on the elevator with you somewhere. Word. I was like, yo, I was like, yo, Mike, you know what I'm saying? A football team, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I know who you are. That's probably me. I knew who everybody was back then. He's like, I know who you are. I was like, all right, just making sure. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, they're, not used, they're not used to that stuff, man. They're not used to guys like that, man. Yeah. 
They, they don't even give a fight. They don't. They don't even try to fight back. Those guys. They don't do stuff like that. You know. They don't, any kind of fucking any kind altercation. of altercation. Guys, people like that. You know. what I mean, people that are pretty just, just different kind of people. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think I would want beef with Mike either. Right, right. They back they be then, like, what? No. they be like, Are you no, there's no beef today. Go back to back then. It was idiot stuff, man. I was just do crazy. Listen, man. If I was listen, I was a stupid dick. You know, my friends and stuff. If a guy had a girlfriend that was afraid of my friend, my friends would tell me, "Man, get the." They were just some wild guys. They were just wild guys. They're not. To me, they they come off sensitive, but to other people, they're not sensitive. They're not. Considerate or caring for their feelings or nothing, mm-hmm. you know. I see, I see that soft side of them, but other people that they don't know never see it. They don't even look at them as people. It's just weird. That's just the way they, they look up at them as food, as food, kind of in a weird way, you know. Mm-hmm. That's not weird. But you can understand, right? Yeah, they look at them like food, yeah, straight up. That's a miracle. That's that's a miracle. When you got habits, you're an addict. How do you leave? You know what I mean? You're born an addict. How do you leave this place? This is like your fucking, your body, your bosom, your mother's bosom. How can I go? Anything I wanted, all my drugs, all my memories, everything that my friends are, who I believe in my friends are there. How do you fucking not fuck this up and go back down there? Mm-hmm. All I'm used to is being locked up and shit. You know what I mean? It's better than being home until the hot days had to change that mindset. And that's what a lot of guys in Brownsville were. Some of them made it, some of them did. And even when you do supposedly make it, you still have those bad habits. So, you know, I realized in order to change the world, I had to change myself. And that's had to happen. I come from being humble to getting my ass kicked emotionally. But that's really what everyone has to do, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, eventually. Because you can't change the world. Unless you change yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Focus. Havoc, what do you do these days, man? We working on. Oh man, right now I'm uh, trying to. Uh, you stay you in know, the studio, honey? Yeah, I'm in uh, studios in my house. You know what I mean? So you know I'm rebranding right now. You know what I mean? It's all about content. It's all about cutting the middleman out. You know what I mean? And uh, so that's what I've been really focusing on, like co- focusing on my brand. Well, that's dope, man. Um, well, it's been awesome having you here, brother. What are you doing? What are you doing? Leave here, brother. Thank you for having me. Uh, I just came out here yeah. to, uh, to meet with y'all. All right, so awesome. I'm going back to NYC. Um, tonight? Uh, not tonight. Okay. Not tonight, but, uh, you know. You're going to see your lady. 
and blow my spot up. But <laughs> nah, I just check out. Mike okay. said it. But listen, how do you how do you deal with LA and fucking New York? NYC. And I live in New York. By coastal. Uh, you know, just stay uh, focused. I used to have a lot of girls though, but the ones I like the most, I was like, no, you gotta come with me. You're traveling. And my ego. Not that she had fuck your life. She didn't have a job and everything. She has things to do. Okay, I build a bit. I'm fucking you with me. Forget your world. Forget your life. You're with me now. Ego. My whole ego is like, fuck the world. You're with me. You're my friend. Ego, Mike. Ooh, that's his Megalomania Mike. Megalomania Mike. I love that. That's good. Megalomania Mike. Mike. That's a great. That's like another. That's your. Uh, oh shit! Alternate ego. No doubt. Forget your shit. Your job. Your motherfucker. <laughs> shit. Your bill. Just come with me. <laughs> oh, before we bounce out of here, I definitely gotta plug something. Yeah, do it, man. All everything you gotta yo, plug. Yeah, yeah. Let me plug this real quick because, you know, I'm with Mike Tyson. Uh, H Class Havoc of Mob dot com. Make sure that you go there. And you, uh, you know, go get the new content we, that we about to do right there, and the official BSC uh, website where we doing the conference. Awesome. Do you know Havoc's a, a Marvel comic? Yeah, I know that. I know, I know. Steve, and Harlem, and Harlem. You know, Steve Summers' brother. That's um, the homeboy's brother. Sorry, Cyclops. Cyclops. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Havoc's dope as hell. He's a fly mother. <laughs> He's dope. fly. Yeah, Havoc's fly. You didn't word. know that? No. Oh, that's why I thought you did it. No, I didn't know. Oh, yeah, Havoc. it's great, bro. Havoc. Oh, Havoc even got to play like his brother got. Yeah. 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 I think I like him better than Cyclops. Yeah, he was dope as hell. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Anything else? Any social media stuff? Uh, you know, promotion. Love the Pavic. You know what I'm saying? Follow me on IG. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Word up, man. Thanks, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Man, dude. Dope, man. Dude, thanks. All right, Mike. This is beautiful. Great episode. This is our only one we have today. We have anybody else today? We got nobody else today. Fifty-two. Nobody else. Nobody else today. No. All right, man. Well. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for listening and watching this episode of Hot Boxing. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Also, check out our website. We've got some dope merch up there, hotboxingpodcast.com. Beautiful shit. All the good shit. You can All subscribe to our newsletter. Our merchandise and our clothes. Our oh, merch is dope. Hook, it's off man. the fucking you hook. You the shirts with me smoke. I'm blowing the smoke in the clouds. Cloud. This is the cloudy factory. That's right, the hot box, baby. So until next time, I'm Evan Britton. And I'm Mike Tyson. The man. Havoc. Love is in the house. And we're out. Thank you. Podcast One presents 
This is a collect call from Sing Sing. My name is John J. Lennon. I'm locked up for selling drugs and committing murder. I'm also a contributor for Esquire magazine and the Marshall Project. So I'm a writer and I'm a prisoner. Imagine trying to stay focused and talk about issues of substance with geeks slamming, prisoners screaming, and PAs blaring in the background. Get new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Podcast One, and Apple Podcasts. Hi, this is Danny LaRue of the Real GM Radio Podcast, and I want to take a minute to talk about DeAndre Ayton, the number one pick of the 2018 draft. Definitely has not gotten the attention of high-profile lottery picks Luka Doncic and Trey Young during the early going, but he has been excellent and a key part of the Phoenix Suns being on the precipice of the NBA Finals. Ayton is presenting a matchup nightmare for the LA Clippers that Rudy Gobert simply was not. Gobert is a wonderful player, deserving Defensive Player of the Year, but Ayton puts more pressure on opposing defenses. He's used his size mismatches for offensive rebounds, and he's also been able to contest shots around the basket and make life hard on the Clippers there too. So it is a huge performance for him, averaging 20 points, 13 and a half rebounds through the first four games of the series. And it's been so exciting to see a physically talented player really come into his own on the brightest stage so far of his career. Hi, this is Daniel LaRue from the Real GM Radio Podcast. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now on the pro basketball, hockey playoffs, and Major League Baseball season. BetOnline.net has all the action. Basketball, the playoff battles continue as their teams make the run for the championship. America's pastime is in full swing. And let's not forget about hockey's chase for the cup. BetOnline has you covered. If you love golf, MMA, championship boxing, they have that too. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports, the news, scores, and odds. So head to the website, use your mobile device, and bring home the game with BetOnline.net.